Welcome back to Andrea's podcast. Today I have a very special guest, Adam Axon. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm <laughs> awesome. And Adam, he is a competition prep coach, and he is the owner and founder of See You Later Leaner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing about See You Later Leaner is probably the question I get is, how did I come up with that? And it was just a saying I would tell my clients when they left the gym. I would uh -huh. say, See You Later Leaner. And uh, that just really caught on. And it became a pun. And when one of my clients asked what my team name should be or my Instagram name, mm -hmm. I said, well, why, why don't we say see you later, Leaner? Because I use that a lot. And she said, that's perfect. And then it just slowly evolved into uh, my team name being my Instagram name. Because uh, uh, there really weren't bodybuilding teams back mm -hmm. then. Um, and then that just got a lot more popular. So we just kind of adopted that as our team name. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I really love it. And I love your logo too, the kettlebell and all that stuff. Um, the colors too, like the green. I love green anyway. So Thank like you. It, so interestingly enough, uh, how the team name actually did start beyond that was uh, one of my clients, her boyfriend did graphic design and he was like, you need t-shirts for your team. So I didn't know about any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. She had... Uh, She had prepped with, I think, Bombshell was like one of the teams back then. And uh -huh. I ended up getting her um, later on. And he's like, you need to do t-shirts and all this stuff, uh, just like Bombshell used to do. do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't even have a logo. So he made a logo that day. And then like we literally started making the t-shirts like I think like a week later. <laughs> wow, that's so cool. Wow. Yeah, it was really neat. Yeah, I know. Because normally, like, you know, when you start your business, you just, you get so caught up on the, on the logo and uh, all that stuff. At least I was. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. It's yeah, neat. it's almost interesting how, like, really no thought went into it on my end. Aside from I wanted the color green there. And mm -hmm. the color green is just kind of symbolic for a new life. And uh, I feel like when people join my team, um, they, they find their new life. Um, and uh, just beyond contest prep, I think yeah. it just uh, forever changes them. Uh, when I joined the personal training thing full time, it was mm -hmm. because my uh, brother passed away. So like green's kind of symbolic. Uh, when my brother passed, I just felt like I had somebody watching over me, mm. you know, and I felt safe. And uh, so green, you know, when spring came around, I started feeling yeah. comfortable and just everything so vibrant. Mm -hmm. So green really stuck with me. I did want to make sure I had green in my logo somewhere. Wow, that's pretty cool. Thanks for sharing your story. That's awesome. That's really yeah. awesome. Anytime. Yeah. So how did you get involved with bodybuilding? <laughs> So kind of uh, accidentally, um, when I was in college, I got mono um, horribly, and uh, I had to miss one of my semesters. I just was so sick, I couldn't make it back. So during that time, uh, as I was on the upswing and trying to get healthier, because my tonsils abscess, like I had 
a horrible strain of mono. It was mm. uh, it me for a good four or five months, I want to say, and uh, just multiple trips to the ER. And, you know, I just said, I'm never going to let my body be not healthy again. Yeah. Uh, so all I knew was like track and field and cross country. So mm -hmm. I went out for a run for my initial first day back when I was cleared and start feeling better. And I just realized, man, I really hate running unless I'm doing it competitively. Yeah. And I made it to my neighbor's house and I was like, I hate this. And I just, I knew it wasn't sustainable uh -huh. because I hated it. And I was like, I need to find something else. What else can I do? Um, so two thoughts popped in mind. Uh, the first was biking because I was like, well, I can the thing I liked about running was seeing things. I said, mm -hmm. I can see more things if I bike because I'm covering more distance. But my dad had always left it. And I was like, I have weights in the basement. So mm -hmm. um, I picked that up and uh, it started with uh, three days a week and then being just like clinically obsessed with it. And uh you know, probably overtraining, so to speak, being mm -hmm. very young, uh, accidentally going from muscle and fitness to um, then looking at Flex Magazine, <laughs> mm. then like not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life or career to immediately working at the YMCA as a trainer. Mm -hmm. A couple months of just being saturated with um, just obsessed with bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, um, how many competitions have you done in the past? Gosh, I, I think I've probably done nine or ten. Uh, not a ton. I had a pretty short uh, run. I, I will say I know for sure I did three seasons, so mm -hmm. three completely different contest preps. And uh, that that definitely made a, a big difference. Uh, um, I would say three off seasons. I was one of the lucky people that before I did compete, I just really realized that I needed to grow before mm. I did that. And I feel like that's something missing a, mm -hmm. a lot in today's competition world. Mm -hmm. But I had done a um, started doing a cut with intent on maybe competing, and once I saw about where how much muscle I actually had it wasn't that much so mm. um I did backtrack for I think I did like an eight month off season which then led me into a six month contest prep to actually finally finish my first job or first goal of competing so yeah. it, it definitely that first one kind of felt like man I'm never going to get on stage because uh, I thought I was there and when I started mm -hmm. cutting I was like man I have one more body fat than I thought mm -hmm. more weight that I have to lose and less muscle mass than I thought I had mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. how old were you during then I was probably 25 or 26 when I was uh getting ready for that so yeah. yeah and i competed at dave lieberman's natural uh, northern usa back then we had usually like anywhere from 20 to 26 people in a weight class in mm -hmm. bodybuilding mm -hmm. so this is before men's physique or uh, any other shows uh, mm -hmm. took place and i would never say those divisions are easier because i don't believe that but back then, bodybuilding was harder because your classes were bigger. 
Mm-hmm. And you really had to do just your class, you know, there was only bodybuilding. And I, I do think that that is why I took so much time in the off season is because you have one class, you have one chance. And yeah. those classes were big back then. So mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure you came in big enough to some degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you brought a good point that um, well, especially nowadays, like most people just want to do a, their first prep and get on stage and expecting that they will have the physique that it's required. So let me just, uh, if you don't mind, just touching this point, uh, when a client, a new client come to you, so what is the initial like uh, assessment you would do with him or her um, in order to say, hey, you know, I think that we can do a, a contest like in six months or let's just take a break. It, like, let's just uh, actually put some lean mass. Then we go over that, you know, like go to the contest prep actually. Yeah, I do try to encourage longer with people typically. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the best preps that I do with clients are longer ones. And I mm-hmm. know people will argue that, but um I typically think longer as long as done properly mm-hmm. and actually give habits a longer time to change, which means that those uh, really develop with people. It means that even if they do go off the rails, those habits still exist to, mm-hmm. you know, plan your food for the week and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get used to uh, being a good, you know, personal nutritionist for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um I find those short-term things just never allow for the habit change to form. Mm -hmm. And not to say I don't have clients that don't push, you know, hard the last final weeks of a show sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I think that a lot of merit holds that the slower you do a prep and the slower you lose the weight, the less likely you are to rebound. Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that. Um, My even personally, like my most successful, most of my preps, I would say like all of my preps, except when I started my, my bodybuilding career, they will, they all are like a longer prep, you know, like 25, 26, even like in my last prep was like 40 weeks. So I, I took a very slow, slow approach. Yeah, that is a long prep, but also with women, you see that more than men. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, unfortunately, like, I'll just straight up say this. I think, uh, unfortunately, like, there's just a lot of men out there that compete, and then they're coaches, and then they say, oh, you get a 16-week prep, too. Mm. And they don't understand how much slower this can take for women, you know, typically. Unless you just work with young women who are like already lean all the time. Like, because mm-hmm. I sometimes have young women that come to me and it's, did they do a 10 week prep? Yeah. But did they, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they, they're going to get lean almost no matter what I do. And mm-hmm. I, I always hate that. Cause I feel like I didn't really do anything as a coach, you know, like mm-hmm. subtract calories, they get lean but they had like eight to 10 pounds to lose, you Mm -hmm. know, and they're, they're 21 and they've got a really fast metabolism. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that's great. And they usually win their show, but it's just not like 
a challenge and I like mm -hmm. working with challenges. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure a lot of people know like uh, dumbbells and donuts, my client Alyssa Flores. I mean, we've, we've grinded many seasons to get to where she's at. Mm -hmm. She's just had an incredible weight loss to make it to the stage. That's just personally for me, that's more rewarding because uh, I can say hands down, like I've changed that girl's life and she's mm -hmm. a big part of my life now, you know? Um, yeah. So it's just, uh, you know, as much as I, I like to help everyone, you sometimes, uh, you know, you do hear of short cracks, but they're usually few and far between. Um, and, and yeah, in certain instances, you do see people who can get lean in 10 weeks, but mm -hmm. they were usually like pretty genetically superior mm -hmm. or they just, you know, are naturally really gifted and not to take anything from them. I just don't get a lot of joy in those kinds of preps because I, I just don't like doing easy things all day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. And it's interesting that you are saying that, you know, like the difference also like age, age groups. Of course, we all know that, you know, the younger you are, your metabolism is way faster. But some women, I think they still not understand that even like when you're younger, sometimes you have a faster metabolism, but sometimes you don't. Um, you might think that you have, like for, for me, for instance, even though like I'm turning 40 this year, uh, of course my metabolism is completely different. I still have a very fast metabolism for a woman of my size. However, I noticed that, and I noticed with some of my clients too, that I don't know if it is the age issue, but like off season, still eating a good amount of calories. But when it comes down to cutting for for a competition prep, it's becoming harder and harder. Like you can drop the calories drastically, and you are not seeing the same like results as you saw the previous like prep. Yeah, absolutely. I had it. I had this happen to a client for the Arnold. Mm -hmm. um, actually, she was, uh, and she was concerned. <laughs> she goes, "Well, I'm lower than I've ever been." Mm -hmm. I said, "Well, welcome to getting ready to see the physique you've never seen." <laughs> and uh, you know, I, you know, there's uh, things you can do like diet breaks and things mm -hmm. like that to mm -hmm. help um, keep from going lower. But when you're two weeks out, you know, it's usually mm. not the time to do that. Yeah. And uh, she was pretty reluctant to pull her intake down. And finally, I got her to do it after um, she said, I think I need to be higher. I said, well, I said, I don't think so. But mm -hmm. let's do three days here and see what happens versus just saying like, you know, like coaches only do weekly check-ins. And mm. I think you have your back on the corner mm -hmm. you need to have your people check in sooner. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's do this three days, see what happens. She reaches back out, weight is up. I said, we need to go low. Mm -hmm. Are you okay with that? She's like, yeah. And uh, she's she definitely saw a good difference. She ended up in the top five down there. So that oh, was that's awesome. Also. So, um, but it's definitely, 
uh, it's tough, you know, when you, mm-hmm. when you get close and mm-hmm. you almost don't have time to experiment with a, another diet break. You know, she had done diet breaks with me before and she had lost. And I was just like, I don't think we've been here long enough to see yeah. this impact you. And it was definitely, and it wasn't even a like, I am right situation. Uh-huh. Like, let's work together. Let's only do mm-hmm. three days your way and kind of see and uh, I think that's good because you're not telling the client that they're right. You're just mm-hmm. like, let's try it your way mm-hmm. for a minute. And I'm okay with that. But mm-hmm. I want to make sure I don't ignore you for seven days. And we're yeah. degressing, you know, and just mm-hmm. saying, well, we'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah. And that's another way also to just collect data from that client specifically, because the next time it's for both, right? For you as a coach and also for the client mm-hmm to recognize that, okay, next, next round, I definitely, I have to prepare myself mentally that I will have to go as low as, as, as a required, you know, for me to achieve the, the, the physique that I need to bring to the stage. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. It all comes down to practical application um, Mm -hmm. for everything. Like research studies we read. Mm -hmm. I was just reading something the other day that said it's actually going to be better to do your cardio separately from a uh, training Mm -hmm. session Mm -hmm. because you're just going to have more energy and you Mm -hmm. might burn more calories. Mm -hmm. Now to me, I read that and Mm -hmm. I say, that's awesome, but it's Mm -hmm. also not the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. I have clients sure. who I know where they go home and their butt hits the couch. They're not going to go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is it better? I mean, it depends on how mm-hmm. mentally geared some of your clients are. Yeah, um, I agree with you. So, so it always comes back to practical application. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, you know, pushing clients. Is it practical for them to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, and stories of girls that I've gotten who were doing like three hours of cardio a day. Mm-hmm. Now, did they need to get leaner? Absolutely. But it just wasn't practical for them to be doing that much cardio. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, and maybe like you could do a day where you did that much, but I just, the whole week doing three hours mm-hmm. a day, I was just like, that's good grind on people and you can try some other things you can try reverse diet for a Mm -hmm. short time and uh that's where it gets scary is when you have coaches pushing these crazy protocols Mm -hmm. and uh i think the biggest thing i'm seeing right now is a lot of girls just aren't taking a very long off season yeah um and they're still getting second call outs at nationals and they're taking three months off and Mm -hmm. then they're back in the season I'm like, you didn't even grow. Yeah. So what's going to change aside from hopefully your competition is not as good as the years prior. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I've seen this all the time. I had a girl who I used to work with. She was, uh, I believe she was top five at nationals and she's uh-huh. never cracked a top five, but she's also been competing since May of last year. And it's, mm. just, it's just sad to see because they were that close, but mm-hmm. the more they keep hanging on to, I was that close. They just get further away from the mix yeah. all the time. Yeah. And not to mention that it, they are even <laughs> causing even more hormonal issues as they start dieting longer and longer and longer. So I think some, because of 
some coaches, they really, all they care is about, I'm not bashing anybody, but it's, they, all their care is about getting another trophy or a title for their clients, just about themselves. And they're not really thinking about like the future of that client specifically, that uh, they are not really informing the clients that, Hey, you are dying for too long right now. Like, you know, this is not a good overall, like over time, it's not going to be a healthy uh, journey for you anymore. So if you want right. to keep this in the long term, become, you know, I, we know, all know this is a hobby. This is not a, a profession. So right. then let's just take a break. Let's just grow. When you come back next year, next season, then you're going to look way, way better. And uh, you probably will be able to. Who knows, you know, in your pro card. That's where you find where your true champions are is if Mm -hmm. they can take that time off. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all love the sport. No one wants to take time off from it. But if you truly want to reap the benefits of, you know, seeing physical change, you Mm -hmm. do need that time off. Mm -hmm. Um, My client, Hannah, who just won the Arnold Amateur, she took uh, a full – training season off so that full year and then we had the rest of that time to diet from her year on stage to then prep so we literally had an entire year of lifting in the off season and then I want to say like five months of contest prep mm-hmm. and she looked incredibly different all my girls are asking what did we do for your glutes? And I said, well, she's doing hip thrusts and everything else you guys are. She's just been doing it in off season longer Mm -hmm. than you guys have been. Uh, We actually found that she needs a little more shoulders than she had. So now we're amplifying that and trying to get her shoulders bigger. But it's, uh, it's really crazy to see what people can do if they do take the time Mm -hmm. off to get better. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, especially because right now we are talking about natural athletes. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And and yeah, in Hannah's case, yeah, she was a drug-free competitor. So mm-hmm. if you see people who are in enhanced and they do that, they yeah. make even more changes. You know. Oh and yeah, absolutely. I have people on both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a coach that obviously doesn't push it. It's uh, something mm-hmm. the client needs to bring up. But I'm pretty adamant about if this is your first show and you don't even like bodybuilding like and that's where my problem is with a lot of these coaches like it's a girl's first show and they've got them running you know a bunch of different things Mm -mm. before they even know if they like to compete yet you know and uh you know those people oftentimes more than not turn a decent amount of pros um but you know i a lot of the damage being done is um, unreversible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what I appreciate about you too, is the fact that you educate your clients. You don't push anything, and but if they want to do, is there is on their own. But here's I'm going to educate you about this, 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 and uh, let's you know. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, we're just making sure they go to the doctor to get their health markers checked and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's key, um, providing any kind of information you can to, you know, help them remain as healthy as possible Mm -hmm. is key. And and that, you know, mental and physical health, it all goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. 
So, and just change a little bit the subject to now because we are in the middle of this quarantine, whatever it is yeah. <laughs> going on. <laughs> and I know you had a lot of your competitors prepping for the upcoming season. So how are you handling this with your clients right now? Yeah, so I was lucky to stay ahead of the curve um, just a little bit before everything has happened. So um, our restaurant shut down Sunday night. Mm. Sunday is uh, my workout programming day. So um, I said, you know, Sarah, my wife, I was like, I need to get some workout programs ready because if this is midweek and this happens, I'm not going to have time to do it. So Sunday night, I made sure that I had home workouts ready for people to uh, do. I mean, mm -hmm. and they're obviously pre-cookie cutter. That's all you can do as of right now. Yeah. Um, because it's going to be dependent on what people have. And now mm -hmm. my people are slowly kind of emailing me through and telling me what they have, and then we can work on things that are a little more custom. Mm -hmm. But that was just kind of the block to get everyone going. I would say in my case, it's actually increased communication with my clients, which mm -hmm. I'm kind of enjoying. And uh, a lot of them are upset that their shows have moved. And yeah. uh, a lot of people have been team players because some of them know, like, I don't have a date coming up. So, you know, I know, make sure you take care of these people who are freaking out first. So, mm -hmm. but the weekend it hit, I think we had around 18 people who were supposed to compete when they made the announcement of the gym closures and stuff um, and even the show cancellations and then then PC finally made an announcement that was till May 10th mm -hmm. so those shows are going to be gone as well so mm -hmm. um, we got a lot of emails then just because of that of course but yeah we're just trying to act as if the season's going to resume May 10th okay. hopefully Okay, cool. So if you're not ready already. Yeah. So, so are you not a changing anything to like series oh. on this too that's coming out for oh. anyone that wants to see it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, I'm gonna post the the link for your your podcast with Dr. Joe. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. the notes. Yeah, so everybody can just kind of start following with uh, you know other all the the contest prep. Podcast. yeah definitely yeah because they're awesome they're really really awesome but um so and then uh, as far as the the like diets and everything so are you just shaking everything as if they are going to compete yeah it was kind of i took this as uh your show date is now moved here for the immediate future mm -hmm. at least um I'm trying not to get too far ahead where, you know, we we could plan for this to draw out till mm -hmm. October too. And I have some clients whose curiosities are there. Mm -hmm. and I said, we could come up with this perfect plan. Let's just focus on immediate future right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you can also waste a lot of time planning for things that are hopefully not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been pretty thorough on just like, that might happen, but let's not waste any time on that now. Here's where we need to be with our situation yeah. right mm -hmm. now. And focusing on the now, what yeah. they can do. Yeah, I agree with you on that. 
I'd say I'm a slight alarmist too. So like to a, to a small degree. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've told my clients, you know, if you're lean right now, it's not a bad idea to have a couple extra resources for food on hand mm-hmm. just because your body fat's low. And let's say in the event of a shortage, you know, that's not a great place to be. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, maybe buy an extra gigantic thing of rice or something like mm-hmm. that. You have something you can eat. Um, again, like I said, I'm somewhat of an alarmist, but I'm saying also buy appropriately. You know, don't hoard a bunch of stuff and then other people are short on supplies. Mm-hmm. But I said, dude, who your body fat being low, do keep some extra stuff on hand just yeah. in case. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's a great, great advice. And I think it's a great advice, not just for competitors, but especially for people who, who are in their own weight loss journey right now, right? So it's yeah. like having a low, low body fat at this point, it's not a, the, the ideal. But if you're a competitor, this is something that is part of the sport. But yeah, you have to be very mindful as well. So as long as you are taking, you know, you're resting, now everybody has plenty of time to rest. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> no excuses anymore. It's like I can't rest anymore. It's like yeah, yeah, you can. Like just, just take a nap. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the day, please. This is part of your due diligence. <laughs> now. Correct. Exactly. That's, like, that's what I was telling one of my clients. So now, like, you know, because she's she she has a very busy job, and she's like, oh, I can barely sleep. But now it's like, okay, now it's it's uh, your homework. You got to right. take a nap. Yep. Eight hours of sleep every day. No excuses. Awesome. <laughs> I think a majority of my clients are uh, enjoying the home workout so far and they're mm-hmm. staying in a pretty good mindset for right now. It's only week one. Yeah. Um, so block two of the home workouts comes out this weekend. So I'm I'm actually just excited because when you go through this with people, mm-hmm. it gives you the opportunity to be closer to them, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we haven't seen anything like this happen in in my coaching. You know, almost. Uh, God, I've been coaching since two thousand two. I've never seen anything like this happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just look at this as an opportunity to develop, you know, relationships. When mm-hmm. I tell stories to new clients five years down the road. I, I can be like, hey, this is like my COVID-19 group of uh, trainees, you know, and they've, they've seen time, time you have, you know. <laughs> and then we all survived. Right. And then we were able to make some gains. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, and so I, I just want to ask you, what is your plans for this year? Yeah, so originally my plan this year, I hired more coaches, mm-hmm. which was uh, a first for me. So I, I theoretically have less on my plate than I have in other years. So a lot of this was actually just, as a coach, you know, I go to shows on Saturday, and no mm-hmm. matter how I set up my schedule, there's always incoming things. Um, so mm-hmm. having more coaches just helps me, you know, limit my client load a little bit so really this year was just being able to be places and be a little more present and just Mm. saying you know I only have this much work to do and I know I can get it done where 
I think weekends are always the hardest for me to navigate as a coach because mm-hmm. I'm at a show with clients yeah. and I always have emails that I could be returning if they're coming in on the weekend. So I've kind of time blocked better for that and then also not taken on as much to plan for that. And that's mm-hmm. worked really good. So most of my clients will check in, you know, Monday through Friday now, which is super helpful. And uh, my goal is really just to be present and really um, just not have that feeling in the back of my mind, I have this, this, and this to do. So really, just not to say I don't enjoy what I do, but just enjoy even more what I do. Um, So I want to be able to be at the shows this year and not have to worry about what I might have to get to since I'm not in my office at that time, you know? Uh Awesome. So that's been key for me. And honestly, like having my coaches like Roseanne, Kat, and Zach Mm -hmm. who are managing their own clients, um, clients who I would probably be working with if it were not for them has been a major relief because even with all the chaos at the Arnold, I felt like I was able to stay on track pretty well. And that's, that's a tough show to get through because check-ins are Wednesday and it goes all the way till Saturday. Mm -hmm. So it, it ended up being okay. It's never perfect, but those weekday shows are always tough to get through. But for the few weekend shows I've had this year, which I'm very thankful I got to have two of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it was it was nice. I was able to stay really engaged and just really enjoy the moments with my clients, you know, mm-hmm. without the the worry of I have this that I need to do, and that was really nice. Yeah, I can I can feel in your voice like how much you enjoyed this. It's really wild, you know, like I just always hope that um, this economy stays in a spot where we can all continue to do this, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, Mm -hmm. unfortunately my gym flooded last night, so I'm a little in the dumps about that, but it doesn't take away what I can do from my laptop with people, Mm -hmm. so that's good. Um, so it's just crazy because you have this virus and the last thing I was worried about was my gym getting hit by a flood and literally yeah. um, last night it just started pouring. But the good thing is like that will not shut me down. Of mm-hmm. course, it's a pain, but I'm like, I will get through this too. And yeah. like, luckily, since I do online coaching, mm-hmm. I'm going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always looking to the positive of everything that is happening, you know, and and just learn how to adapt. I think the situation right now for all of us, regardless if you are, um, you know, a business owner, entrepreneur, or if you, even like for the competitor itself, this is a great opportunity for all of us to become more creative, to adapt, mm-hmm. because guess what? You are learning so much because if you go, you have a show like international show, you have to fly, you know, like you're in a foreigner country, you don't know how to read the the label, you will figure it out because this is going to teach you how to figure it out anything. (laughs) Right. Yeah, absolutely. We'll all come out stronger from this. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I definitely know that this is... This is uh, unfortunately what I like to call force training, you know, where, you know, you may not like the situation, but we're forced to adapt to this. And Mm -hmm. uh, 
I think we'll all live life a little differently after this. I, like I know I will for I sure. Will and, and I've lived pretty conservatively, but I just think that, uh, with everything going on, it's, uh, definitely shed some light on some things and, uh, um, probably made me a little more cautious about just uh, making sure that not only am I okay, but my family and friends are okay mm-hmm. as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bringing people together. It is, yeah. You know, you can see in our communities, we can see even like a globally, like on virtually, we are getting together. Um, we are communicating better. And you will learn better skills of relationships. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's definitely a blessing we get to wake up and do what we do every day. Uh-huh. And I think this virus is just uh, threatened to take that away from us, you know, to some degree. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think that makes me just appreciate what I do even more every day now, you know. Yeah. So. That's awesome. So we are about to wrap up our conversation but i like i always like to finish my call or like my podcast interviews with fire questions are you ready for it let's do it (laughs) (laughs) what are you grateful for in your life right now definitely family and loved ones for sure awesome and uh if if you have a book or books that uh you read and changed your life which one would it be yeah i would definitely say it would be it's probably gosh what one would i choose i i honestly i like crushing it by gary v quite a bit okay cool yeah it was either that or jab jab right hook but i think i'm gonna go with uh crushing it that one's really good um Atomic Habits is probably a close second as well. I have not read none of those. But I had to look over, and the more I look over, I'm like, man, that's a tough one to choose. <laughs> yeah, especially like the books that have marked your life or, you know, changed your life, that's for sure. Yeah, it, It's not a just one book, you know. Most of the times it's like a little bit of different books. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, um, and uh, well, since this is all changed, it's, and for now on, like I always like to ask if you could say something for a, like a, a stranger in the air um, on inside of the, I'm oh my gosh, I'm like a uh, elevator. You have only 30 seconds. What you would say to that person that, would change their life. That's interesting. I'm glad that you mentioned that because the other night I was just thinking about, you know, um, just, you know, it has to be powerful because you only have 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But if you, I just think if you stay true to yourself and believe in yourself, you'll you'll find where you most impact you're the one surrounding you in your life, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll always find your way. So you got to stay true to yourself because it's easier to be authentic if you're who you are. Mm-hmm. 
and then don't be afraid to follow your true passion on what mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have to be what society wants you to be or mm-hmm. thinks that you should be. I had mm-hmm. so many people say I should not be a personal trainer. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think uh, that that has worked out very well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of different opportunities for people to do different things. Yeah. And uh, I think we're going to see a huge surge in just self-employment with people providing services for people. So, so that would be it. You know, if I were, if I were reincarnated as someone else, I would want somebody to say that to me, mm-hmm. you know? because that's truly what got me to where I'm at today is just being authentic, staying true to myself yeah. and then just not being afraid to follow my passion. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing this. Yeah. I, I like it, it hit in my heart just because when you stay true to yourself, to your gift, that's the only way you can help other people. Yeah. You know, that's it, it because it's your gift and your gift is being a coach. Your gift is getting those people to where they want to be changing their lives, like from inside and out. So that's awesome. At the end of the day, I want people to remember me for making their life better, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the more good I can spread through my coaching with people, the more good they're just going to spread to other people because they're becoming their best versions of themselves. So um, I, I don't know if you've ever heard like the garbage truck theory where like if somebody's just mad and angry all the time it makes someone else's day bad mm-hmm. almost like a a real case of coronavirus and yeah garbage everywhere so i like to think of this as uh, the flower truck you know where mm-hmm. everyone's day is hopefully better because of my interaction with my clients oh yeah absolutely and you are because it shows you know and that's why you are where you are Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, my goal is to make everyone feel good. You know, you're doing your job. Well, thank you. (laughs) Really. I really, really appreciate it. So thanks so much, Adam, for your time today. I really, really appreciate it. I, and uh, where can we find you? Oh yeah. You can find me on Instagram at see you later leaner. And we also have the YouTube, the see you later leaner YouTube channel as well. Awesome. I'm going to put it this in the own show notes. Don't forget to follow Adam, guys. And um, can they contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So they can, uh, there should be an email or website link for them to be able to reach out to me if they need me. And uh, that'd be awesome. I'd love to hear from anybody. Awesome. 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 Thanks so much, guys, for joining us today. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. What do you think about this episode? And uh, share your comments and uh, post your questions. And we'll see you next time. All right, guys. Bye-bye.